Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Is South Africa facing a food wastage crisis? Well, in this country, 10 million tons of food go to waste every year. And this accounts for a third of the 31 million tons that are produced annually in South Africa. Let that sink in a little. And we are talking about poverty and food needs and whatever, nutritional needs, call it what you may. But this is what the country is facing right now. Joining us on the line to unpack this, Lindsay Hopkins, KZN Operations Manager at SA Harvest. Lindsay, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi there. How are you going? We're good. We're good. Uh, all's going great, Sir Lindsay. And uh, thanks again for making the time to join us and chat about this food wastage crisis. Yes. Uh, we unpack, I unpacked this last week with uh, another guest, and uh, it's alarming to put it extremely mildly. So from the SA Harvest Findings point of view, well, what are SA Harvest Findings on the situation in South Africa right now? Um, well, if anybody does, does a quick calculation on your 20 million people going to bed hungry every night and then you look at your millions of tonnage mm-hmm. per year that's being wasted, even if we take half that tonnage and you times it by like 0.333 grams to get a serving, you will find breakfast, lunch and dinner for everybody that is starving would have a meal in front of them. So it's very scary. And I think what we need to do is start back at trying to insist that the government gets involved in making food dumping illegal in this country. Mm-hmm. So that we force corporations to engage and have a conversation with us about how we can rescue this food before it gets to wastage. Sure. Um, there's lots of losses through the processes, just by irregular habits or, you know, the process down or just laziness because they've got so used to being able to just, uh, oh, that's damaged, chuck it away and replace it for the next one. But so, then us end consumers are footing that bill, if you think about it. Lindsay, is this really so, is, is this getting, how bad has this been getting over the last couple of years, for example? Has there been a, a, a sudden acceleration in this? There has been an acceleration, absolutely, especially with what happened when we had the riots and mm-hmm. then our supply chains went down because we've even had a shortage of, um, of forklifts. So warehouses have, and, and you know, warehouses were built, burned down. So it really affected people's businesses. A lot of people went under because right. they have that special clause. And then on top of it, we had the floods. So furthermore, especially out down in KZN, in our supply chains, and now we've, now we're dealing with load shedding. So, um, and what, what people don't understand companies, they don't understand they've got access to different funding where they can actually invest in the sustainable kind of practices of their companies and, and have far less reliance on, you know, municipality or government or, or ESCO or sure. water and things like that and start producing it themselves. It's the only way we're going to get out of this mess is if we become independent. So, Lindsay, okay, indeed, we have to. I mean, it's, it's, you know, one's kind of stumped listening to this. So all this is this tonnage of food going to waste every year. As you say, there's an acceleration. But now, from SA Harvest's perspective, does your organization have, uh, you spoke about now, uh, you know, the the need to motivate government and other organizations to collaborate and, and combine to try and alleviate the situation. So from SA Harvest's perspective, what does SA Harvest uh, actually offer you or can provide? What we're doing is um, we would like to offer people to, to give us a t- give us a call, even if they're worried about the fact they're going to be uh, highlighted or exposed with mm-hmm. having any waste or any loss. 
and let's work together and see how we can draw this back and grab back food that we can still feed to human, humans. We've got refrigerated trucks and the fr- right. refrigerated containers, and let's look at a more effective, efficient way. We will initially try and make sure that their, their, their business line runs more efficiently, saving their money, right. and then whatever we can capture on the outside, even if we just make a cost savings to the business, maybe then they say, Lindsay, well, here, take some of this, this money that we saved and let's put it into sustainable practices in a community nearby. It's time that we kind of come together and try and we help the businesses first and then push whatever's excess out. You know, you've got to keep business alive. No, indeed. Yeah, so we've got got to make sure that that's a proactive way of doing things um, and a practical way of doing it. Okay, so you have this in the pipeline. Uh, Is this this gaining traction? Uh, When did this this action? How does it look right now? Well, I've actually just taken over the national sustainability position and I'm not doing the warehouse. I'm not doing the front line stuff mm-hmm. anymore. I'm not on the ground. We've got a new warehouse manager and a new ops manager and now I'm able to focus fully on this. So we're taking companies on a journey mm-hmm. to find their purpose and making sure their sustainability goals perhaps line up with their business objectives. So we're talking about ESG spend. So we're talking about social investments mm-hmm. and social enterprise, economic development, and with the results, coming out of environmental impact and environment is your immediate environment around you. Right. And there's a lot of governance that's put into this. So we can safely take people's companies' money and then we give it re- respond with some meaningful and measurable impact. Whether that's investing in a farm just down the road from them, a community farm, and then we just monitor. And, you know, the biggest thing at the moment is our soil health. Mm-hmm. We need to go back in and, and invest into their soil. And just sure. try and find ways of creating revenue streams or just making people subsistence farmers. Yeah, that, that's a great motivation, subsistence farming. And perhaps, yes, one should look into that. I mean, individual, individualistic farming uh, projects that could uh, in, indeed alleviate a situation like this. Lindsay, I was meaning to ask you, which foodstuffs, what foodstuffs are you looking at that are mainly, that mainly go to waste? Oh, agricultural, farm. It's unbelievable. The, 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 um, farmers can waste anything between 30% and 60% at farm level. And that's because wow. the access to market or the route to market is stunted by the fact that they don't have you know, it's a farmer to farmer. You're you're an end consumer. They, we worlds apart from each other. So these farmers don't have. If you ask the farmer if he wants money to plant food or if he wants money to access markets, he says money towards access market. Invest in that. So farmers are stuck with produce, especially during the summer. And says a lot. Otherwise, the farmers wow. are selling back half of it because we apparently as end consumers don't like the crooked cucumber or the crooked carrot, as we know. Right. So they're under so much pressure to create the perfect, perfect um, vegetable or, or fruit. So if we can just take the pressure off the farmers and create secondary and localized markets in the areas, mm-hmm. then we will, it will be so, you know, you're reducing your carbon emissions because you're not, have big transport costs and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're really looking at. We're looking at smaller ecosystems to make just the, the world needs to slow down <laughs> and take of a course. step back and just breathe for a few <laughs> yeah, more years. Right. And then we can build back up again because we need to build back our strength at the moment. And that's just subsistence farming and making small localized secondary markets. And um, straight directly farm to fork, which is what Ether Harvest can do. We take it from the farmer mm-hmm. and we bring it straight to the, those that are most vulnerable at the, for now, at the moment, yeah. Lindsay, just to confirm um, your endeavors to seek support and uh, upliftment from, you know, any organizations or whatever, you, well, what response are you getting from government at the stage? What, what precisely are they, are they doing? In conjunction <laughs> yeah, with, no, with well, SA Harvest, I mean, how are they, how are they <laughs> assisting you from SA Harvest's perspective? No. 
They're not. They're, They're not. not. All. No, 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 not, not at all, not at all. The most we do is we are having, we've had conversations hmm. with the, at the Department of Environment, Forests mm-hmm. and Fisheries. There's a lot happening around the plastic pollution space, and now the guys need to work on the food loss and the food wastage. We did have meetings last year with them, but we are, there's a little bit, they keep, they keep, we keep having these extensions. And between oh, the civil right. society mm-hmm. and our academic body, and with the support of, of government, uh, I think as civil society, because I don't care, I'm not trying to expose anybody, there's no hidden agenda, I just want to get the food and give it to people Indeed. and have it result in less um, environmental yeah. impact. So less red tape. Really yeah, less red tape, less bureaucracy, less nonsense. Yes. We just want to get the food to the people. Lindsay, yes. of course now um, you are SA Harvest very quickly, so you have a website, you do have initiatives, you do have uh, motivations. People can yes. just visit there and see what you're getting up to and try and hop on board and assist as best as possible, correct? Absolutely, whether it's logistic support, whether it's um, investment or food or anything, if somebody's got a problem, I just please phone and call. There's always a solution to something and there's definitely... You know, a knock-on effect. I promise sure. any little bit helps. It mm. really does. Indeed, Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and giving us a background as to what we are dealing with regarding food wastage and how to uh, overcome this and alleviate it and get it to the people who really need it out there. Lindsay Hopkins, KZN Operations Manager at SA Harvest.